Hi, I'm Adeni Kebabalola. Welcome to Mother Isn't Mother. I believe that you can be a mother, a lover, a worker, and everything in between. And it all begins in your mind, being intentional about your intentions, words, and actions. Your desires to find the extra in your ordinary life are about to get fulfilled. May you the Holy Spirit, Tuesday, September 20, 2022, 7.05 a.m. Yes, I know I'm showing up later than usual. My routine has changed this week because of how early my husband leaves home so he can join his colleague. Our car has been down for at least five months now. I'll share two things that happened yesterday to show you you could risk something as precious as life when you ignore or disobey the Spirit of God in you. The first one. Last week, during my midnight prayer, do you recall I talked about speaking in tongues so smoothly? So that same night, I felt like my hands were touched, and the Lord said, go and lay your hands on someone and pray for healing. When I woke up and was processing it again, my thoughts instantly went to the aged woman on my street who has been sick since February. So yesterday, I shared an Instagram reel of our second visit to our place as guided by the Holy Spirit. I wish I could paste the video here, but I will copy and paste the caption. Give me a minute to copy it from my Google Keep app. Hashtag repost at KIB Homeschool. As we walked out of her house, I struggled to keep the tears back. I felt as if I knew what this meant. Even though I promised to revisit her before Friday, I felt I was lying to myself and knew the truth. What happened to her in the first place? She has always had problems with her legs, but she used to open her shop and we would greet her when going out. I remember that we took her to church in our car sometime, but when she fell while trying to cross a gutter earlier this year, she couldn't walk anymore. When we visited her in February or March, she was sitting on a mat on the floor. She spoke to us, recognized us and was happy to see us. But today she could barely talk. She could barely open her eyes. She could barely breathe. Her help says she still eats and takes liquids and that a doctor in the neighborhood comes to see her. She said that she recognizes people and can hear but can't speak aloud or clearly. I kept encouraging her in the Lord and when I touched her a few times, she flinched as if the mere touch was painful. But when I read the scriptures and prayed and sang, she seemed to experience less discomfort. She seemed calmer and didn't seem to struggle to breathe. I really wished she would say something. She tried several times, but as we approached the door to leave, I heard her say, Osheo, meaning thank you in Yoruba. It was soft, strong, deep, and clear. I truly pray that the Lord heals her, but above all, I pray that his perfect will be done and she has peace and joy. In all, I am grateful that Kofowarala and Ibiduni were here with me. This was a great start to our homeschool today, and I am happy this made God happy. What more can I say? I hope this blesses you somehow. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, you have done it unto me. Matthew chapter 25 verse 40, King James Version. 
Actually, I took more than a minute to copy and paste that. I realized that I hadn't posted the word of faith for today on Twitter. It had been about Philip and the eunuch from Ethiopia who got baptized, so I had to do that quickly. Anyway, did you read the text I pasted? That is Grandma Elizabeth's story, as far as I know. So last week, when the Holy Spirit prompted me to go and lay my hands on her and pray for her, I couldn't fathom why the Lord would ask me to do that. I felt it would make me look like all these preachers that heal and perform miracles. Who am I to lay my hands on someone and make them okay? So I sort of brushed it aside. But now it makes sense. The way God sent Philip to the Ethiopian eunuch is probably how he sent me to that aged woman. I am grateful that the Holy Spirit nudged me again on Sunday to go. Perhaps the time was right. So as I cleaned up on Sunday night and prepared our breakfast on Monday morning, it guided me on what to do. Take the cucumber and two apples. Take some chinchin for Bosse, the woman's help. Go with your Bible, then some money. As I bathed Kufuorola or so, he helped me rehearse the prayer I would pray in Yoruba, gratitude, forgiveness, healing, and a safe departure to our creator. Even though some of me wishes I was lying, all of this is real. And I did everything the Lord asked me to do. While praying, I heard myself say, oil. Then I realized I didn't have oil to anoint. I asked the Holy Spirit if he wanted me to anoint her. He said, yes, go and take the embrocation oil you have left. He guided me to a purse where I found two remaining ointment bottles for pain and aches. Well, I took a new bottle and the bottle we were currently using. I just didn't want anyone to trace anything wicked to me. I wanted to show her people that I was honest and didn't mean any evil. Yes, I thought like that because this is Yoruba land and I live in Ileife. It is still a local community, besides the university presence and all. Anyways, around 11am, the kids and I were ready. We packed the fruits and vegetables, chinchin, bible and ointment into one of our green baskets. Then I took 1000 naira and I put it in my trouser back left pocket. I can't fully describe how I felt when we were with her. Seeing her in a worse condition, in pain, unable to talk, trying to speak, breathing with difficulty, just gasps of air pushing through her mouth which was almost sealed. Struggling to keep her eyes open, laid there straight, almost lifeless. I was weak to my knees and afraid. And suddenly I felt like I didn't know what to do, even though God had prepared me. I knelt with, beside our home hospital bed for some minutes before gathering the strength to stand and do what I needed to do. I asked Bosse in Yoruba, can mama hear me? Bosse said in a newbie attempt at Yoruba, she can hear you but can't talk aloud. She knows it is you and she can see you, but she just can't talk and walk. Okay, it gave me some courage. If she can see and hear me, then I could make progress. So I did. I asked Bosse to show me what ointment they rubbed on her skin and legs. She brought them and added, both creams are finished, Eroarike and Neurogesic. The Neurogesic had been cut into half and squeezed into a strong state. In short, Mama no longer had medications. However, I remember Bosse telling me a doctor in the neighborhood came to treat her. There was an empty sachet of saline fluid on the drip line and stand. Anyway, I gave Bosse the ointments and things we brought, but I forgot to give her the money until we left and returned a second time. 
Kofowurola and Ibidoni were there with us, a bit calm, unlike the first time. I asked Kofowurola to pray. He did. Ibidoni was more interested in her safety, so she had her right thumb in her mouth, a safe place. Then I read Bible passages I knew from my Bible, Psalm 121, Psalm 91, and Isaiah 43. I didn't plan them. The Holy Spirit had told me, you will know what to say when you get there. We only rehearsed the prayer in Yoruba. All the while, I had been recording different short videos of that experience, but I stopped recording when it was time to pray. When I prayed, some things were even smoother and better. I have never heard myself pray like that in Yoruba, ever. Well, I assured Mama and laid my hands on her so she could at least feel my presence or know someone was there. If there was any doubts, or maybe it was me that needed the confirmation. She flinched when I placed both palms on her left shoulder area, so I kept them there carefully for a while. I kept repeating, Mama, meaning Mama, God would never leave you. And Bosa kept saying Amen firmly as we prayed. I wish I could tell you everything. Well, the kids waved our goodbye as we left, and it felt like the end for me. We probably had paid our last respects and helped her find a safe passage to our creator. Perhaps. I still don't know. The time is 7.47 a.m. I don't know if she's going to get better or depart, but I'm grateful I obeyed. I put that video on Instagram and everywhere except YouTube and WhatsApp. Lots of people watched, liked, and commented. They were happy I obeyed God. I was also glad I did. Again, yesterday evening, the Holy Spirit guided me to measure four cups of rice and prepare fried rice with the carrots, green peppers, green beans, and green peas that I had, plus the remaining gizzard. He told me to take two bulbs of onions and taught me how to mix the rice and veggies plus the exact measure of oil, salt, seasoning and water. He taught me everything and said, food will be ready before 7pm. By 6.36pm, I was ready. I served my husband's and kid's food, then served mine. As I cleaned the kitchen, I ate my food before sitting down and resting before my class at 9pm. In short, the Spirit of God can lead you to do big and small things. For the word of faith today, he gave me the message idea in my dream and woke me up around 520 something. He put the name Philip in my mind and told me to scan from Acts chapter 1. I found Philip's story in Acts chapter 8. He put the Bible verse, confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, in my spirits. Then he led me to my Bible concordance to search through art. I found Romans chapter 10 verse 10. I looked at the earlier verses and the exact verse I needed was Romans chapter 10 verse 9. What more can I tell you? So much more. But it is time to go. We haven't had our morning devotion yet and the kids are hungry, I believe. They have only had some apple slices. We'll be eating some fried rice. I had packed some for my husband who left around 6.30 a.m. So do you see what the Holy Spirit did when he asked me to prepare the bulk fried rice? He saved me time, stress, and thinking efforts. Talk to you tomorrow, 7.56 a.m. Okay, welcome to episode 19. This is 19 episodes out of 27. And if you're listening for the first time, thank you so much for choosing to click on the link to listen to this podcast show. 
and if you are not a first-time listener i'm saying thank you as well it's good to you know have you come back to listen again and um today we're looking at what what happens when god tells you something when god speaks to you concerning somebody else what do you do when god speaks to you concerning somebody else and this is exactly what this part of my book talked about remember that we are reading my memoir me you the holy spirit how to hear from the holy spirit and act on his guidance even when you have doubts okay so this is my own true experiences from september 2022 which is written as a book as a memoir to show other people that the holy spirit continues to guide us and lead us and on this particular day god through a dream told me to go and see a neighbor who was sick i remember that in that prayer i felt like my hands something touched my hands like i felt shivers through my hands and i just said go and pray for somebody on your streets go and say a prayer of healing go and touch that i just felt like some electric thing in my hands and i heard somebody say go and pray for healing for somebody on your street i did not remember who that person was i didn't even know it was this grandma elizabeth i did not know it was this old woman but the instruction that came to me was there was somebody on my street who needed to be prayed for and i will continue to be thankful that i listened to this instruction even though all the way to the end of this book you won't see what happened to that woman but i can tell you that the woman passed on that old woman passed on barely two weeks after i was asked to go and pray for her and i was very hesitant i did not want to go because i just continued to feel like why would god tell me to go and pray for a stranger on my street like you know as i say that i'm somebody who struggles with i struggle with doubt i I look at myself and feel like excuse me who are you okay so that's the way i was looking at myself like excuse me who are you to go and pray for somebody okay but i am glad that the holy spirit told me he kept on bringing the instruction back to me until i obeyed and i will forever be grateful what is the message for you sometimes the instruction god is giving you will not apply to you in particular what god is telling you to do may be relevant to somebody else god probably needs you to do something for somebody else and if you do not listen to that instruction if you do not act on what god is telling you that person's life may be at risk and so i want you to think about it this minute what is god asking you to do concerning somebody else in this case god wanted me to go and pray for this woman wanted me to go and pray a prayer of healing but obviously it was a prayer of sanctification before her death it was a prayer that was going to prepare for her departure from this world you know i remember walking out of the woman's house and i was i was starting to cry and the holy spirit said don't cry i'm sorry the holy spirit told me not to cry because that prayer had just prepared her for a passage from this world and so it is important that when god speaks to you when god speaks to us we need to be listening but more than that we need to be ready to take action 
this woman is somebody my children and i had gone to visit earlier in the year that was around february or march because my i homeschool my children and we have walks every morning so apart from even those morning walks we would see this woman sitting in a in a store she had a very small store she, we would see her sitting in a store from time to time she we would you know even when we don't buy things from her she would offer my children things when my children see her they greet her as if she's their grandmother and everything there's always so much excitement but when we noticed that she wasn't opening a shop anymore we decided to find out what was wrong and so i took my kids one morning like that and we went to greet her we saw her sitting down on a mat inside her house and then she explained to me that she fell while she was trying to jump over a gutter and this is somebody who had had a pain in her leg for a while and so that day you know i prayed with her and everything but i don't know how i completely forgot about her yes i wasn't seeing her in a shop but i just wanted to assume that everything was well okay only for the spirit of god to prompt me in my dream i wasn't even shown her face i wasn't told that she was the one it was when i was thinking about the dream when i woke up that morning that i realized that she was the one god wanted me to see now imagine if i did not obey that instruction imagine if i did not go i wouldn't have known that she was at the point of death I don't know if anybody else was given that same assignment that I was given. But for the Holy Spirit to have told me to go and do that, I know one thing in my life. I will never take for granted whatever God tells me concerning somebody else. I have something called a prayer portal. And I remember that sometime in July, the Holy Spirit just told me it is time to open, to reopen. Because this is something I had a prayer portal opened in 2022. If you followed my episodes, you see that I was told to, I did it on Instagram, I did it on Twitter, even on LinkedIn. People sent me their prayer requests. And I would pray for these people consistently until they would reach out to me and say, Thank you. You know, God has done this thing for me and all of that. Of course, not everybody reached back to me. But in July 2023, that's this year, the Holy Spirit told me it's time to reopen the prayer portal. It's time to start interceding again for other people. And so I put it on my WhatsApp status for, I think, I can't remember how long. But within that period, over 30 people responded. I was not expecting anybody to respond. Because why would anybody respond and send me a random person, their prayer request? Yes, you might be on my phone list, you might be on my contact list and everything, but it's not not something that anybody would just trust any random person with their personal information. But people trusted me last year on Instagram, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, with details about themselves. People sent me DMs of things that they wanted me to pray about. In July this year, over 30 people, I used my WhatsApp status to put this thing up. And I can tell you that many of the prayers on that portal have already been answered. Just yesterday, somebody else told me, one of the people who reached out, she told me that a family has moved to Canada. And it was a prayer request that she sent to me. It was something that I still prayed about just a week ago during my monthly prayer what am i saying to you if god is giving you an instruction concerning somebody please don't take it for granted there is probably something tied to you 
that would make God listen to that prayer for that person. There was this woman who reached out to me and she was telling me stuff, how concerned she was, you know, she was bothered and everything. I was already in my bed. The Holy Spirit said, stand up, go into one of the rooms and pray for her. Record the voice note, the prayers via voice note and send them to her. And I had to ask God, why are you, what is so special about me praying for people? Like what is, <laughs> because sometimes I, I feel like I look at myself and I just don't understand. Maybe I don't understand the power I carry. Maybe I'm still trying to understand the person that is this care. And maybe that's what you're going through too. Maybe you are looking at yourself and feeling unworthy. You are probably asking yourself, who am I that God will speak to me? Who am I that God will speak through me? Who am I that I should hear God? Who am I that God will tell so, you know, tell something about somebody else? I have things that God, God tells me. He gives me, for example, for some of the people that I've prayed for, when I'm praying about them again, and God will tell me, this is when this person will get it, not now. This person is afraid. That's why she has not gotten it. This person does not trust me enough. That's why this is happening. You know, he explains things to me. But my own assignment is to continue to intercede for them. And I know so many people that have continued to send, you know, have sent me messages to say, thank you for praying along. This episode is not about me. It's not about me. Wanting people, wanting people to reach out to me to pray for them. This is me saying, when God gives me an instruction concerning other people, just like my prayer portal, two or three days ago, somebody reached out to me to say, I remember that you had one prayer portal thing. You did it one time on your WhatsApp status. Please, can I still send in my prayer? Interestingly, it was the exact day I was praying for the people on that portal. And she, you know, she sent me that message. She sent me the prayer request later and I added it. What is the message for you? I don't know what God is telling you concerning whether it is a relative or an acquaintance, a friend or a colleague or a complete stranger. Maybe God is speaking to you concerning somebody else. I want you to step aside and listen to what God is asking you to do. This woman that I went to pray for was just a neighbor on my street. In fact, after she passed on, I began to hear things about her that, you know, people were saying some negative things about her and all of that. But that was not my business. All that mattered was the Lord wanted me to go and pray for her. And that was exactly what I did. Even the things I was told to take, I was told to take cucumber, to take some fruit and vegetables, take money, take some ointment, embrocation that my mom sent to me for when you have pain in your leg or arm or something like that. I had to take one that we were currently using just so that the person who would use it on our body would know that, okay, these people don't have any bad intentions. Okay, I just wanted to show them that, see, I'm doing this from a pure heart. I don't have any... I was told to do this. And of course, you know, you can't explain that to people. But I just wanted them to know that I was sincere. And interestingly, when I eventually met the woman who was taking care of this grandma, this, you know, this old woman, she was very grateful. She told me that the money I gave her was the money they used to buy another medicine that the woman was using. Now, this was a period where I wasn't even, I wasn't buoyant enough financially. But I did what the Lord asked me to do. I took some fruits. I took snacks for the little girl who was taking care of her. And I took the money. 
my children went with me we prayed for the woman and the best part of everything was even though she could not talk i remember that i was shaking my body was vibrating as i was standing beside the woman because i was i knew in my spirit that this woman was about to leave i knew in my spirit that she was god brought me there to help her recommit herself to her creator before leaving the world she could not talk she was barely breathing but as we were about to step out of the door she said oh she she said thank you i don't know how she managed to open her mouth and say thank you this is one experience i will never forget i remember that when i shared it on instagram you know i was even asking god why am i recording a video of this woman why are you asking me to record it was when i created the video and shared it on instagram that i now realized that we have a mission to everybody as christians we have missions to, we have a mission to the entire world god created all of us and he loves every one of us and sometimes he just wants us to that's it's not even sometimes at every given opportunity he wants us to express his love to somebody else and it could just be that someone is in a situation where they cannot even pray for themselves they cannot even they cannot even open their mouth they cannot even connect their hearts to god and if you would speak up for them if you will intercede for them if you will pray for them if you will speak to god on their behalf then that relationship will be mended things will be better for that person and so when i shared that video on instagram i saw that many people in the comments realized even though i was still afraid to admit that i had gone to say a goodbye prayer with that woman many people realized it that that was actually a wrap up for that woman after she passed on people came around to clean up the house they repented the house they had a burial and everything and all of that what am i saying to you i don't know what god has told you concerning somebody else I don't know what he's telling you right now. I don't know if he's asking you to give somebody money or if he's asking you to reconcile with somebody. I don't know if he's asking you to encourage somebody. I don't know if he wants you to start writing so that people in a particular area of your life can read about him. I don't know what it is. But if God is giving you a message, if God is speaking to you concerning somebody else, I beg you, please listen to God. Listen to him and obey what he is asking you to do. God is counting on you, just as he's counting on me right now to share this with you via this podcast show. Just as he was counting on me last year to put this book together, because there are times when I read this memoir and I'm like, why did I have to write so many personal things about myself in this book? But I did exactly what God asked me to do. And I know that it has blessed many lives and it will still bless many more lives. Okay, so now let's go ahead to pray. All right. 
Uh, Father in heaven, I thank you for this listener, your son or your daughter who has spent this 20-something minutes listening to this session. Father, I pray that if there is something you are telling them concerning somebody else in their life, I pray that you will give them the courage to do what you want them to do. Whether it is something small or something big and scary, I just pray that you give them the boldness to go ahead and do it and your name will be glorified. Concerning their own needs and their own lives, Father, I pray that you will wrap your arms around them and you continue to assure them that you are with them and you will never ever leave them alone. Thank you, Lord, because you have answered our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much. This is the end of episode 19. When you come back next week, you're going to listen to episode 20, which is Wednesday, September 21, 2022. Okay. If you want to get a copy of this book, please make sure you check the show notes below for the link to get it on Amazon. You can get a paperback copy or you can read it on Amazon Kindle. Thank you so much once again. Remember that you can support this podcast show with as little as $3. You can do it one time or you can continue to support on a monthly basis. All right, then I'll see you in the next episode. Before then, stay well and stay blessed. Bye. I'm Adeni Kebabalola, and you've been listening to Mother Isn't Mother, the podcast. You can follow Mother Isn't Mother on Instagram. Make sure that you're subscribed to my podcast and follow for more stories and experiences. And remember to rate and review this podcast. Join me next week for another episode on Mother Isn't Mother. Thank you for listening. Bye.